0: Welcome to Know Yourself, this is Matthew Galatas. In the previous episode I touched on our feedback mechanisms and it begins with our physical body and our physical body has what is known as a nervous system and the nervous system has two aspects to it. The sympathetic part which gives you energy, which raises you up, it's the positive side and the parasympathetic nervous system which brings you down, it relaxes you. It's what I call the negative side so the positive and negative are labels I've given because it's going to support you to understand emotions so let's dive into emotions and really understand what are emotions and what's the purpose of emotions and I'm going to keep the focus on emotions in the context of feedback mechanisms because that's what we're here to understand how can you use emotions to give you feedback so that you can understand which direction to navigate your life what is true and right for you how to be present inside your body let's understand what are emotions we have all felt emotions practically every day you feel different various emotions the primary emotions that have been identified are that of joy sadness anger fear anticipation surprise disgust those are what are known as the primary emotions, and from there there's various other emotions. Emotions of jealousy, of guilt, of regret, fearful emotions like concern and apprehension and worry, empowered emotions like curiosity and flexibility and other energizing emotions of happiness, passion, vibrancy, cheerfulness. We may want to explore and understand where emotions come from, how do they originate? And I'm not going to get into that. There is some evidence that emotions are reactions to chemical activities in the body and the brain. And that's okay. Wherever they come from, the fact is we do have emotions. What do we do with these emotions? Why are they there? That's the big questions I would like to address. I would like to suggest that emotions are there to give you feedback, to tell you when you're congruent with your life or when you're not, when you're making the right decisions or when you're not. Let's continue the example from the physical body. In the physical body, I said that there's two sides of the nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system that brings you up, where I call the positive side, and the parasympathetic nervous system that brings you down, the negative side. Now, similarly with emotions, we have positive emotions and we have negative emotions. And... It's important to embrace and embody both. Both sides are important. And we've, for some reason in our society, we've taken on the belief system or the idea that it's good to have positive emotions and it's bad to have negative emotions. So let me avoid the negative emotions and push them away and let me try to achieve positive emotions. But all of us in our life have very likely experienced that this is not possible it's not possible to have a one-sided life where you're only having positive emotions because every day something happens that causes some negative emotion to happen now why is this so why do we go from Positive emotions to negative emotions and as we, we try to pursue happiness and we try to have this one-sided life of joyfulness and freedom and openness and all these great emotions these good feeling emotions and all of a sudden these negative emotions come into our life and bring us down and then we feel bad and we feel anger and we feel we shouldn't be like this but the truth is all emotions are necessary All emotions are important to be embodied and embraced. Let me take the analogy of using color and light. Consider this. If you look at the entire color spectrum, when we look at the the main three primary colors, red, blue, and green, they contain all the colors that we're able to see. So all the colors that are available to us are contained inside the the three primary colors of red, blue and green. And it's been shown that when you bring red, blue and green, when you bring these colors together, then you start having white light. When you start taking these colors apart and causing separation of the colors, then you have darkness. So, when we bring all the colors that are available to us together, we have white light, lightness. When we take all the colors apart, We have darkness, heaviness. So this means, similar with emotions, when we take emotions apart and we try to avoid feeling certain emotions, we have darkness. And when we bring emotions together and allow ourselves to feel and contain all emotions under the spectrum, we have lightness, we have light. So I believe that our journey with dealing with emotions is to embrace and embody all emotions rather than exclude emotions. Whenever we have exclusion of anything, we start to experience heaviness, gravitation and darkness. And when we, whenever we have inclusion, we start to f- experience collaboration and lightness. This is what I believe is the true enlightenment. It's the inclusion of everything around us. The inclusion of all emotions. Now, some people would say... Well, I don't want to feel these bad emotions. Why am I having them? Well, let's investigate them because I believe they're there to tell you that you're not being congruent with your life, that you're not living the true life for you. That's why you're having negative emotions. And they could be for a number of reasons. Let's explore anger, for example. Why would a person have anger? Well, very likely something is not going your way or you have an expectation for life to be different than what you have it. And you get angry at it and get frustrated. Or perhaps you start perceiving a threat or having a real threat and that makes you have anger that you want to fight it off. So there's a real need to having anger. It's giving you feedback and telling you what's happening with you and your relationship with the outside world and your environment. Fear, for example, is also giving you feedback. Fear is the anticipation that something bad is going to happen to you. So I would want to explore what is it that you feel that is going to happen to you that you have no control over that may affect your life. And fear may simply be That you've set goals far outside of your comfort zone that is not possible for you to reach based on your belief systems, based on your current activities, based on your current attitude, based on your current mental state, based on your current training, based on your current skills. Maybe you've set goals that you haven't quite thought through correctly and as a result of these big goals you start feeling fearful. The fear is simply feedback telling you you're out of your mind. These goals are not true and right for you. You need to reduce the goals. And when you start reducing the goals to manageable chunks, then the fear simply goes away. You you don't need drugs. You don't need a pill. You don't need someone to tell you to chant whatever affirmations that make the fear go away. No, the fear simply goes away by you acknowledging that the feedback is telling you that you're living a life that's not True, That's you're trying to live a life that's not ideal for you or that's far outside of your capabilities or your comfort zone. Maybe the fear is telling you that you're not being congruent with who you really are or the things you truly want to be doing in life. Now I'm not saying this is the only way to understand fear. Fear serves another purpose as well and we we need to understand and explore that. But here I'm specifically speaking about fear and emotions as feedback into our mind to tell us when we, how we can guide our life and when we are congruent and when we are not congruent. Let's take boredom for example, sometimes we feel boredom and maybe we can interpret and understand it as okay there is nothing to do, but maybe we take it a step further and say well there is nothing interesting for you to do. We can also take it a step further and say well there is nothing actually important or a priority for me to do so I won't do anything. But a lot of people allow themselves to stay bored and and think that they're a victim of their boredom, the victim of the circumstances that cause them to have the boredom. I've experienced with many people that the cause for boredom is because they're not allowed to be themselves, they're not allowed to do things that they truly want to do, and they're bored. And you might take a child that's bored and sitting there, doesn't know what to do with himself or herself, and... A friend comes over and says hey let's go play and the the child has energy and goes and plays and has a wonderful time but a few minutes ago it was bored so it's a matter of perception and a misunderstanding that we have nothing to do or there's nothing inspired to do but what the child really wanted was some company and a friend to go and play with maybe you're a man out there and you're sitting at home and you're bored and you're like I don't know what I'm gonna do and you may have experienced sometimes that you get a text from a lovely girl you've been pursuing And she says, hey, why don't you come over? All of a sudden, you're not bored anymore. You're excited. You're enthusiastic. You're energized. You're ready in five minutes and you're out the door, full of energy, not bored, not lethargic, not lazy, not passing time. There's a motive for you to get out there and have energy and do something. So the reason for boredom is the solution to boredom is that we need to go out and find something inspiring for us to do, something that energizes us, something that fulfills us. That very thing that we're looking for Is found inside of us we know what we want to be doing but for some reason we believe the outside has created some restrictions we believe that our parents have told us we need to be doing something different but the truth is we need to be doing what we're here to do and that will annihilate boredom that will annihilate fear that will annihilate frustration that will annihilate all these feelings that we feel about ourselves I've worked with people that have had depression And There's many layers of depression and some people are in deep depression and some people are in mild chronic depression Essentially people with depression. I've noticed that they for some reason have the belief system or the Conviction that they cannot live their own life. They cannot do what they truly want to do So they're depressed they've suppressed Their emotion, and they're living in depression, it's the suppression and the close down of emotion, their their entire energy center, because they're not able to go and use their life force. They're not able to go and use their energy. They're not able to use their skills, the true skills that they're here born to do, their creativity, their imagination, their power, their true perception. If they haven't been allowed by their authority, their parents, the school system, governments, whoever it is that they believe is limiting them or preventing them from doing what they truly want to do, And they've been cut off from the very aspect of themselves that wants to go out there and do what they're here to do. For example, uh, an artist might have been trained to become an accountant and he really didn't want to be an accountant. But because his dad was an accountant, off he goes and he becomes an accountant and he's truly unhappy and depressed and sad and having all these feedback mechanisms of emotions telling him, listen, dude, this is not you. Go Go and do your art because that's what you're designed to do. That's what you hear on the planet for. But people don't know how to pay attention to their own feedback system and they go to a doctor and what does the doctor do? He gives you pills and prescribes you some kind of a prescription of drugs saying oh there's something wrong with you. You have depression. You have sadness. You have some kind of chronic mental condition and I don't, be, I don't believe it's any of that. All of that can be solved. All of that can be resolved when you understand the principle of using emotions as feedback. And that's what we need to embrace and embody and I believe this can take us a little step further towards our liberation as human beings and us as human beings living our potential. There's so many people in the world not living their potential and not being true to themselves and not doing what they're here to do and what they're designed to do and not accessing and embodying their creativity and their natural skills and talents. And as a result of this, what do they do? They shut down because they think, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing that. I should be doing, you know, something else, what my parents told me to do or what some aptitude test said. No, go inside yourself and find what is it that you're here to do and go and explore that. Go and do that. That's what you're here to do. And your, your emotions are simply giving you feedback. The other side is possible as well. Imagine your children Are so excited they're two and three and four years old and they're playing around and they're getting excited and more excited and more excited and elated and out of their bodies and they start screaming and they start getting too much what do you tend to do you calm them down you say keep quiet calm down relax why do you do that because you know you've had your experience you know that they might get hurt so too much happiness too much of this elation too much of this excitement can lead to danger so what do we do as a feedback mechanism it means you may be getting outside of your body you may be getting too happy you're not present anymore and something can go wrong and this is what happens in our lives when we think oh something goes wrong it's murphy's law i was happy and i was having a good time and everything was going well and all of a sudden it all came down this is because pride is there before the fall so when we're excessively stepping into a false persona a part of ourselves that's too happy, too exhilarated, too elated, too proud. And you're not being your true, authentic self connected to your heart, being present, connected. What happens is something will come and will take you down and bring you back down so you can see things as they are not see things through your relation and this is a very important point that many people don't understand they're trying to pursue happiness and they kept being brought down because they're trying to pursue a false illusion and we've been sold many false illusions out there and it's time to bring us back to reality to what our true reality is. You will find your true joy true joy not happiness not some kind of an ideal or a fantasy life or anything like that you will find true joy within yourself when you're doing that which you're born to do and that's the big message I'd like to bring you pursue the life that you're truly here to pursue thank you very much for joining in this episode I'm ecstatic to have shared this information with you in the next episode I'm gonna expand and speak about thoughts take this in and embody the perspective That your emotions are there to give you feedback there's nothing wrong with negative emotions we're not only here to pursue positive emotions we're here to embrace both and when you do you have the experience of lightness